All right. Hello. Welcome to Open the Door Podcast. I'm your host, Becca. I'm so excited that you are listening in for my first episode of this new podcast. It's a rainy day out today, so if you hear thunder in the background, that's why. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so let's get started. Uh, So today's episode will be about my story and um, why I'm starting this podcast. So, you know, I've said in the intro, this podcast is going to be opening the door between you and missions, whether that's to encourage you to go or to encourage you to support those who can go if you are unable to. I'm not sure how often you'll hear from me alone, um, but for the most part, I plan on bringing in guest speakers, whether that's friends that I've gone on trips with or other people that I know who have gone on trips. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I'll have some guest speakers. So when I have guest speakers, um, I have a, a few questions that I'll be asking them, primarily focusing on their story. So I'll ask them things like, how did you get started with missions? Where all have you gone and what have you done there? Most importantly, how has missions impacted or changed your life and what's next? So I'll answer those questions for you today so you can hear more about who I am and my story and why I started this podcast. So before I get into that, I guess I should really introduce myself to any of you who don't know me. Um, So my name is Becca. A few of my favorite things involve making and drinking coffee, going kayaking, hanging out at the beach. I love to read. I've read a lot of books and I own a lot of books. I also love to write. I have published a children's book and a coloring book, and I have a few more of those planned. And I'm also working on my first novel. I love cooking and baking. I love watching movies and I love crafting. Pretty much any sort of creating I really like. And I have three cats who like to eat my plant babies. So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. All of my favorite things. So, you know, there's this really good quote out there. I'm sure a lot of you have heard it, but it says, God calls the unqualified and he qualifies the called. And that's how I feel. Um, I hate the sound of my own voice. So re-listening to my podcasts is very difficult. And I want to delete everything because I always think what I'm saying is the worst. Also, I just have to say I'm so awkward at this speaking out <laughs> because I'm I'm not used to that. Honestly, I keep wanting to say period or exclamation point at the end of all of my sentences because I'm only used to, you know, doing voice to text in my phone. So I'm uh, stopping a lot and having to think through everything that I'm saying. And sorry, mom, a lot of this might sound scripted because it is. Otherwise, I'd probably just ramble forever and never say anything important. So if I'm just talking, I'm sorry, but you can be sure that I've scripted this out, most of it. Um, (laughs) So that was a little nod to my mom. (laughs) And I want to keep this real for people. So I'm going to be real. I don't use the fanciest technology. Maybe someday. (laughs) But right now I'm just using the bare whatever's on my phone. (laughs) Um... I'll say I'm a lot because life is real, right? Life is not 
polished and perfect. And I don't think that we should convey that. You know, it's easy on social media, especially, to convey a perfectly polished life when outside of social media it's not. So, yeah, um, I'm going to get started. So, my first question How did you get started with missions? So, when I was in 10th grade, Kairos Discipleship School came and visited my high school. Kairos is one of the um, branches of Rain Ministries. Um, Rain has Kairos, and then they have Royal Servants, and Royal Servants is the summer mission trips that they take high school students on. Kairos is their discipleship gap year. So I will talk more about that later because I went on that as well. But Kairos came on a speaking blitz in the fall of 2009, and they were talking about Kairos, and they were also talking about rural servants and just telling a bunch of high schoolers about uh, summer missions and like that that could be an option for them. At this point, I think I was 15. I'd never been out of the country, never even had the desire to be out of the country. My family wasn't big travelers. We did a lot of cross-country trips to visit family for Christmas and one family vacation, but we, we didn't go on a lot of trips. But I remember that day and listening to these young adults talk about missions. It just like ignited something inside of me like something woke up and I was like I think I need to do this and I remember talking to my dad on the drive home that day and just like telling him that I thought that I needed to do this and he asked me which trip I was considering um, because rural servants goes all over the world they have several mission trip options in the summer and like out of several options of like going to Europe or South America or you know, Asia, Africa, lots of different options. The one that like just like was like a beacon. It was just like that's the one. And I think it's because I knew nothing about it. So there was not any preconceived like I didn't want to go to England because I've always wanted to go to England and see all those cool places or I didn't want to pick the Scotland team because like that's where I wanted to go I didn't want to confuse like my personal desires with where God might be calling me um but I also think God was calling me but uh the trip that stood out to me was Nepal I don't think I had like ever heard of Nepal before this but I was I was hooked I I just wanted to go I knew I knew that was where I was supposed to go um so that started the process of applying and being accepted and fundraising, which was super terrifying as a kid, having to ask people for money to go on a mission trip. It was just all so new to me. Um, and yeah, I had started that process. I was planning on going of the summer of 2010, so that next summer. Um, but that did not work out. Uh, I had only raised about $900 before that summer and kind of came to a point where it was like we had a deadline and I needed like around another $3,000 to go on the trip. So we made a decision to wait a year, which was really hard 
it's hard to wait when God tells you you're going somewhere. But I believe that he orchestrates everything for a reason. And there was a reason I was supposed to go in 2011 and not 2010. So I waited a year and I kept fundraising. And then I was able to go to Nepal in the summer of 2011, which was the summer between my junior and senior year of high school. So that's how I got started with missions. So I've also been to Colombia in 2013. And then in 2014, I did that gap year with Kairos. And during Kairos in 2015, I went to Honduras and then to Scotland. And then in 2016, I went to Macedonia. In 2017, I went to Ireland. And just this last summer, I went to Guatemala. And through my travels, I've also visited England, Wales, and Serbia. And I think when I was a kid, I went to Canada. And I've also paddled in Canadian waters. <laughs> so yeah, I've been involved with short-term missions for 10 years now. And it took me on those six mission trips in all 11 countries, which is just mind-boggling to me if you had asked me back in 2009 when Kairos first was talking about mission trips, if I thought that the next 10, 11 years would be uh, spent going on all these mission trips, I would have not thought that was going to happen. <laughs> but I'm glad that God has other plans for us when we don't see it. Because I definitely don't regret any of that. They've had been some amazing experiences. So how has missions impacted or changed my life? This is my favorite question to ask and to answer for myself. So honestly, missions and going on mission trips has shown me that there was a world out there. I think when we grow up in America, we grow up in this like isolated bubble where the issues of the world are these like vague concepts, like are so far removed that it's not even on our radar. But when I went to Nepal when I was 17, that completely changed my perspective. It made the suffering in the world real to me. It made the world real to me, like, just like, there's more than just my country, there's more than just my state and my neighborhood, like, it just, like, I can't even, I don't even know how to explain it really, it just, there was more, and I just never really thought that that was an option, I guess. But I truly believe that um, God can do some special heart work in us when we step outside of our comfort zones. And that first summer, the seeds of some new truths were planted in my heart, which took the next decade of learning and relearning to finally grasp them. But let's be honest, we never stop learning no matter how old we are. So God began to teach me through some wonderful leaders what true Christ-like community looked like. They showed me who I am in Christ and how Christ sees me and how much he loves me. It solidified in me a desire to be self-disciplined and how to study the Bible and how to pray and just how to seek God and draw closer to him. Honestly, missions changed my life. They changed my heart. Or I should say God changed my life and God changed my heart and he used missions to do that. I'm sure all of us look back at our life and wonder if we had done something different, where we would be today. And I do that a lot. It's not always in like, I don't like my life, and what if I had done something differently? Would I like my life more? It's not really that. Sometimes it's that. <laughs> Let's be real. But um, 
I just look back and I'm just so like blown away by God's faithfulness to me. Like to me as just like my own person, he called me on those trips and he opened my eyes to the world around me because he loves me and he wanted more for me. And he's still doing that by teaching me more and growing me. And I just look back and I'm, I know I'm not the same person I was when I was in high school. And I, I know for a matter of fact that these mission trips have changed my life and my heart. Um, yeah, it's very humbling and I'm very thankful for all of my experiences. And I do think I'll explain more of those in different episodes and give you a little more glimpses of what my experience was like on mission trips. But I 100% think all Christians should go on a mission trip, whether that's here in the States, because, you know, across the street is going to all the world, you know, or across the ocean. Like, it doesn't matter where we go as long as we're going. But I realize not everybody can go on mission trips you know, sometimes when you're young, your family is not supportive of missions. And so you can't go even if you want to go. I understand that's a real thing. Or sometimes, you know, life happens and we have physical ailments that we can't get on a plane and we can't hike into remote villages or we can't even walk down the street. You know, so there are things like that that stop us. Um, and those are real things. And there's a lot, I'm sure there's lots of other reasons why, like we can't go in the literal sense that you can't go. Cause there's also lots of reasons that we give ourselves of why we can't go, which I'm sure that can be a whole episode of itself. But I believe that unless there's something actually stopping us, like we're too young and our families are, you know, making decisions for us, or we have physical ailments that stop us from going God can make a way when we don't think that there is a way. And I have some amazing stories during my fundraising processes of the situation seemed impossible to me. And God just kind of chuckled and was like, you think that this is not possible, but with me, everything is possible. So here's all the money that you need. And I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) guess I'm going. I definitely can't wait to share those stories because they are my favorite to share, but not today. I'm going to make you come back for that one. So why am I starting this podcast? I think I've made it pretty clear that missions is very important to me and it's been very life-changing. And I want that life change for all of you. So probably back in the spring was when I first got the idea for a podcast. Um, I was listening to a podcast (laughs) and the idea just kind of came to me. I was like, I should start a podcast. I feel like I should do that. And then I kind of just tabled that for a while because I was like, I who am I to do a podcast? I hate the sound of my own voice. What am I going to talk about? And slowly God just kind of like put down my heart that, well, you would talk about missions. And it was just one of those things where I just kind of like knew deep down. I was like, yep, that's what I'm supposed to do. Like that's the next thing. But I just kind of wasn't sure how to go about it and procrastinated and I mean I was also a little bit busy this summer going to Guatemala so I feel like I should not be super hard on myself but um, 
yeah, when I got home this summer, I just like re-remembered, I guess, the the idea of the podcast and the more I thought about it, the more it just kind of solidified in the planning of it and how to go about it. And I just felt like it was one of those things where I felt like God was telling me, just jump in and trust me. I didn't need to have all the answers. I didn't need to have it all figured out. But to just like start, which that like leap of faith, starting something, that's always the scariest. But it's like if we can get over that hump, like who knows what God is going to do in us and through us when we take that leap of faith and we trust him with whatever the thing is that he's calling us to do. So yeah, it's not really the most exciting, like, why I'm starting a podcast. Because, <laughs> um, you know, when God calls us to things, it's not always like, it's not always going to be this like firework, you know, fireworks are going off, neon light signs saying, do this. <laughs> and I think a lot of times we wait for those, like, if God wants me to do this, he'll give me this huge sign that I can't ignore. But in reality, like, God gives us signs, I think, and I think we still ignore them. (laughs) Oh, look at this really big sign that I feel like is probably God telling me to do this thing. But God, I need a different sign to make it a little more clear. Like, I don't know, I feel like I've asked that a few times. Probably more than a few times. But sometimes I think God's just, like, putting a still small voice in our heart. Like, hey, this is that next thing I want you to do. And we just have to trust that small voice. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. And at least you can say that you tried. When I was in England at this, like, our version of a dollar, their version of our Dollar Tree, there was the sign that I bought. And so I have it hanging up in my room, but it's called Take the Risk or Lose the Chance. I think for so many of us, we get hung up on not taking a risk because we might fail or it might bomb or it might not go well and so we talk ourselves out of it like I don't know I am like the queen of talking myself out of things so I don't know if you guys are (laughs) but I'm really good about talking out like so many people rush into things and just jump right in and then yeah I don't I don't do that (laughs) I rush out of things like something like something comes up and I'm like that might be a nice idea and then immediately my brain goes but these are all of the reasons why it's not and then I'm like yeah you're right I shouldn't do this <laughs> so that's me and that's why I'm taking this risk because I don't want to lose the chance that this could be something awesome and even if it doesn't turn into anything awesome like if I open that door between like just one person in missions or one missionary and one person that can support them. Like if that's all this podcast ever does, like that's enough. Like, yeah, that's enough for me. I just, I want this to help people and I want this to glorify God and I want this to open the door to you and missions because missions changed my life and I believe it can change your life as well in whatever context that looks like for you and your life. So the last question I would ask people when I have guests is what's next? Um, Because missions isn't a one and done thing. 
It's not supposed to be. You go on a short-term mission trip overseas, it's not supposed to just end there. You're supposed to bring those tools back home with you and live your life on mission, you know. The Great Commission wasn't just for short-term mission trips and then you can come home and just forget all about it and pretend that it never happened. Like, that's not the point. You're supposed to go and help and then come home and keep helping the people in your life and your circles and your jobs and your neighborhoods and your cities and your states and your country. <laughs> like, it's not supposed to stop. And I know I've been guilty of stopping. I'm not, this isn't a guilt trip for any of you who have, like, that's that's on me too. Like, I've gone on trips and then came home and then you just kind of get sucked back into the daily grind and the cycle of wake up, go to work, sleep, go to wake up, go to work, sleep, you know. Um, but that's something that I'm trying to fight against more and more as I get older. And, you know, what does living on a mission look like in my daily life? Not just, you know, I'm going to go do that one big event or I'm going to go do that thing. Like, what does that look like every day for me in the small ways and big ways? So what's next for me? Well, <laughs> that's a loaded question. I feel like God has something specific in store and he's been putting things on my heart and preparing me for something, but I don't know what that looks like, whether that's just this podcast or another uh, short-term mission trip. I feel like there's a few paths that are potentially forming and I'm just kind of waiting and seeing what forms or which one God wants me to wait on or go forward. So, so yeah, I'm just kind of waiting on God to reveal to me what it is that he's going to be calling me to. Um, but until he shows me that, I am doing this podcast. Like, that's my next thing. I also, I mean, I think I mentioned this earlier, like I'm, I'm a writer, so I have some books that I'm working on. I'm also hosting a book study a uh, little shameless plug here. The book Talking Back to Purity Culture by Rachel Joy Welcher is a phenomenal book that I highly, highly recommend to everybody. Um, I've read it twice this year and I'm about to read it for the third time as I host my second book study of it with some friends. So you'll probably see more of that on Instagram in the next few weeks. And... As Ephesians 5.16 says, take full advantage of every day as you spend your life for his purposes. And I was kind of dwelling on that this morning as I'm, you know, waiting is a struggle. Whatever you're waiting for, if you're waiting for your next step or you're waiting for or marriage or a new job or this or that, like I feel like we're always waiting <laughs> We're humans and we're always waiting for something. And if we're not waiting for something in this life, we're waiting for the next life. We're waiting for eternity with God. Um, so I like that verse. Like, I don't want to waste my days, even in the small moments. I want to take full advantage of them. And whatever that looks like, whatever God's calling me to, like, like I just want to figure that out, I guess. So, yeah. Um... If you're not following me on Instagram, please do that. Traveling Becca, all lowercase, one word, B-E-K-A. I'll have that in the show notes, I think. Still trying to figure out 
this podcast thing and all of the fun little tools. Um, But all of my updates on this podcast will be on my Instagram. I will be doing my first interview hopefully this weekend with a very, very dear friend that I made this last summer. So that's super exciting. Can't wait to talk to her and um, just hear more of her story and the awesome cool things that she's working towards next. And I have a couple other people that I've reached out to. So there's, and then I have a plethora of other people that are in my head that I want to interview that I haven't even reached out to. So if you're somebody that I've gone on a mission trip with in the past, chances are that you're already on my list of people I would like to interview for this podcast. So don't feel bad if I haven't reached out to you yet. Like I'm probably going to. <laughs> the chances are very, very high that I will. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, um, yeah, follow me on Instagram and share this with all your friends. If you have friends who like podcasts or in any way might be interested in missions, like have them um, have them subscribe to Instagram so they can see all my updates and uh, you know subscribe to this podcast wherever they can find podcasts. So far, it's the the main like one that I think is the easiest for people to find this podcast on is Spotify and Google. And I'm hoping that as I get more episodes out that it will be available on Apple eventually. So that would that's I feel like that's the podcast goal, right? Get on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> um so until then I'm on Spotify and Google. So yeah, I think that wraps up today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed hearing a little bit of my story. And I can't wait to share more of my stories with you. Um, especially my fundraising stories. Those are pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, I hope that you all have a blessed rest of your day, wherever you are and whenever you are. (laughs) And yeah, just know that I'm praying for all of you who listen to this podcast. I pray that God does some incredible things in your lives and draws you closer to him. If there's any way I can be praying for you specifically, don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram. Um, if I said anything that you have questions about, you'd like more information, please reach out. Like, I'm available. And I would love to answer questions and I would love to talk more and be a support for you if you need that. And if you have specific questions about missions and what that looks like, feel free to send those to me as well. Um, I'd love to be able to answer those in the podcast. So yeah, have a great rest of your day. Be blessed. Bye-bye.